Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 174 of MMT Millennial Movie Talk. It's oh, a movie that's a creaming soda. And TV Michael's shows. Just, Michael's just pulled out a creaming soda, guys. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phone. We've got a creaming I've, soda on the on the. I've on had the it call. for like half an hour. I have a question. Yeah, what? What makes it creamy? Like, it's not very creamy, is it? It's a fizzy drink. But it's like, just a creaming soda. But how? I assume it's cream some, in it. I assume it's some like relic of like, like boomer it. shit that we don't get anymore. Yeah, but probably. There's, there's no cream. They don't make cream and soda like they used to. But I mean, I have it? cream in my soda, so that's well, Michael's. Then you have a spider, not a soda. Then I'm great. You've got one of then. yours. <laughs> joined as always by the wonderful Alex. Sorry, Michael's pulling out creaming soda, and I've got disappointment. And the wonderful Michael. <laughs> Scissors. Hello. I have uh, the don't soda. run with them like this, guys. No, uh, don't use like scissors. This. Michael, you enjoy that creaming soda. Um, oh, I yeah. want to get right into the juice of this show because, uh, boy, howdy, we're in for a treat. Um, how far are you guys into what, watching Breaking Bad? <laughs> Michael, you um, watching Breaking Bad too? I'm still watching it. This, uh, this week, being a bit of a slow week, being a bit busy. Every week's um, been a slow week. Yeah, it's a slow. He's a, it's, he's a slow man. Things happen. Things I do things during the week and bullshit. Yeah, but I I I have officially watched further than I have ever watched before. So, so how far are we? Uh, towards the end of season three, I would oh. like to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, the plane's, I'm at the the end, plane's still going. I'm at the end of season three of um medical soul. Damn. So, yeah. Yeah. Is this the I juice feel- you wanted to get into, Brayden? No, I not like at we all. Talk about this every week. It was a joke. <laughs> putting, we talk. We find. I think the goal of the show is to find every week for some reason to talk about either Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, and I think we're maintaining that quite well. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is as soon as like Chris has just finished watching Better Call Saul. Yeah. And then he's going to jump into Breaking Bad. So they'll continue that trend. Yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, I'm still watching Better Call Saul at the moment. So we're good. Michael yeah. will be watching Breaking Bad for about a year and a half at this point. So. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So that it's keeps good. it consistent for a while. And then with all the talking, Brayden, you're eventually just going to be like... And then I'll jump on Better Call Saul yeah. next year. Then Michael will get on Better Call Saul. And then by that point, I'm just like, oh, Breaking Bad was pretty good. I'm going to rewatch Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's going to be rinse and repeat. You know, you know what's going to happen? talk about it enough. Is it, I think if we talk about it enough, like this the little indie show is going to like, you know, it might pick up some steam. Like some people might hey, check it out. Hey, this show with these four, with these four white people, yep. they keep talking about Breaking Bad. just like <laughs> the best show ever made. It could, could we appeal to a wider audience yep. than what, what we're yep. doing? This is, we got to, we, we found our lane now. We'll yeah, just be the white people stay in our about. lane. We'll be enclumped with the other 486 podcasts with white Purely people about, about Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bay. Yeah. yeah, at this point, we're going to devolve. We're going to just like devolve into a purely Breaking Bad and Better Call yeah. podcast. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of warranting its own segment at this point, but we'll, we'll we don't do that out. anymore. No, we, we don't. Do we don't, do I don't do have a soundboard. Anymore. I can't make buttons and segments. Mm. Speaking of a segment, um, we got sent to a wonderful little uh, movie preview screening uh, down here in Adelaide, South Australia for a little-known Warner Brothers flick called Don't Worry, Darling. One of the two they, they're allowed to release this year. One of the two <laughs> films the Warner Brothers of Discovery decided, they, yep, we're going to oh, go with you, that did one. You see, did you see the Warner Discovery? 
um, title on it? Oh, the no. start of it. The yeah, um, they're, yeah. they're just like Warner Discovery now. Yeah. So no, I guess I we just call it. To that. I guess we just call it Warner Discovery now instead of Warner Warner Brothers Discovery. Warner Discovery now. I wish they'd called it Discovery Bros. <laughs> be a bit cooler. Yeah, it'd be way cooler. It sound like a. Be. Uh, it sounds like a show that would play at like one a.m. on like an obscure Foxtel channel. No, Probably it's definitely one of those like. Um, storage wars sort of show, except they just yes. they just go do random like discovering things. Yeah, oh so my it God. belongs on like the Discovery Channel or yeah. one of those Foxtel channels. Very much. Um, no, uh, this this is a film by Olivia Wilde, starring Olivia Wilde. <laughs> um, uh, this is the Harry Styles, Chris Pine, Florence Pugh, Gemma Chan. Oh, why did you Kroll. put his name first? What you put? Hey, you put his name first. Because I, I didn't put him in the thumbnail. It's Florence Pugh's It is Florence Pugh's film, Can we stop 100%. Putting, we've got to stop putting him over her, this movie. But yeah, I, I, I know. It's a, it's a very small film. I don't know if anyone's heard of it. Yeah, yeah no one's heard of it. Little film. No, no controversy, no drama whatsoever. <laughs> uh, no Hollywood gossip around this bad boy. Insert um, clip of Olivia Wilde singing Shia LaBeouf's name. Oh, man. Shia. This film had Shia LaBeouf. Shia. Shia. So, dude, dude, all right, straight up. We're going to get into some, if, if sh- some non, non-spoilery discussion. Um, yeah. Yes, I agree with you, Alex. This film would have been a hell of a lot better with Shia LaBeouf in. Right. Mm. Look, I know Shia LaBeouf's a bit cringe. We're not, we don't like Shia LaBeouf that much anymore because he, he, he does the bad thing to women, abuses yeah. them. Mm. Um, it's gone off the rails a bit. But, like, God damn, would it be more interesting if he was in this film? Yeah. One of the, one of the major pieces of criticism that we had at the end of this film was definitely um, Harry Styles is very new to acting and there are some scenes in this film that require a very heavy amount of acting. Well, it's, he's okay with the shouty acting because I think anyone would be fine with shouty acting. That was the thing that, was the thing that I thought he didn't do well. Oh, really? I, thought, I thought he did shouty acting the best. You I see? thought it's the, it's the subtle moment mm. that, you know, like, his character's got a thing that, like, is not conveyed at all through his performance throughout the film. Very true. Um, yeah. So that's where it failed. Yeah, um, I can... That is a talk, trend for the film, though. Talk, I heard talking something, to, though. I heard something. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure if it's true, mm-hmm. but I heard they, they filmed two scenes with him trying to do an American accent, and they just went, no, no. <laughs> make it canonical in the movie Ooh. British. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's rough. All right. Um, talking to Gemma on the way home, I like, it, apparently she's like, he's been like, he's notorious for sl- speaking really slowly. So it just makes it seem worse when he's like trying to act yeah, because it seems like he's like trying to do an accent, but not doing an accent and like he does. He over-pronunciating, he's, he's, over-pronunciating words. And he's British Johnny Depp really with the way he speaks. Yeah. He's like, you know, he goes, hello. He'd be like, you see him on stage where, like, yeah. he takes big pauses in yeah. between talking. Oh, like, like you, you can't deny it. Like, he is a pop star. Like, his stage presence is great. Like, he's not an actor, though. The, no, like, the way he works no. a arena-filled crowd, uh, a crowd-filled arena is what I should say. <laughs> um, like, he is, he is great fun to watch. Not but, on a movie. <laughs> exactly. We need to yeah. stay in our lanes, people. 
Yeah. Uh, no, we all can't speaking, be Lady Gaga. Or, or at least stick to small roles. Speaking of uh, staying in lanes, um, fucking Florence Pugh, Chris Pine, and Gemma Chan fucking knock it out of the park in this film. Mm-hmm. They were fantastic. They acted yeah. their butts off. They commit to exactly what was given to them. Um, and that's all we can ask in this film. Yeah. Um, Florence feel- shows like why she's one of like the biggest stars at the moment. Yeah. I thought just the weakest part of the film is the screenplay. Yes. Mm-hmm. The there screenplay, is too many. Screenplay, yeah. It needed, it needed a second. It needed another, another run. Um, Someone yeah. needed to draft it. Just needs to be refined a little. Yeah. I hate, I hate to say this. I haven't, I haven't looked this up, but, uh, Michaela said apparently uh, there is an original script yeah, going around, and apparently it's much better. I've heard it's just as bad. Oh no, oh, really? Yeah, oh, God. it's just as bad. Yikes! It's it's such a shame because the first thing I thought after watching this film <clears throat> was firstly, uh, damn, I loved the soundtrack and the sound design. I loved the photography too. Cinematography was fantastic. Yes. Mm. Yeah, you, you, you said it straight away afterwards, and yep, that was 100%. This is a very visually appealing film. Looks it's good. doing some really fun stuff. It's a good-looking um, movie. This film and this script have so much potential. Um, the cast has potential out the wazoo in terms of, like, 80% of it. Um, mm. But, yeah, it just... We, we, as we were walking out of the cinema... We shouldn't be able to consistently bring up different moments from the film that were just never answered or never mm-hmm. explored. And not in a fun, like, open-ended way. In, like, a, why was that happening? That made yeah. no sense. Yeah, there's definitely just multiple moments where, like, you think back and it's like, all right, yeah. that either led to nothing or we got no information there, about there what's going on. There was things that were never explained. Yeah. yeah. At all. Not even like and not and the only way you could you just have to draw your own conclusions. Now mm. I know that like you don't want to spoof feed your audience. Yeah. But your audience shouldn't be taping taking leaps of faith to explain yeah, you, your movie. We shouldn't have to write fan fiction about it. Like it yeah. should you should be able to bring it across in a way where we get what's implied, but nothing was being implied. I thought Chris Pine was was one of the better parts of the film. I thought oh, yeah. he really uh, played this kind of creepy, um, almost like creepy kind of a like not getting into spoileries, but like kind of like a cult leadery type vibe. Yeah, yeah. bit sinister, like bit creepy, bit sinister. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't know exactly in, what his motives are. He's always are in and control. Yeah. yeah, he play. He the, knocks the, out of the there's park. There's something going. Yeah. And the best scenes, in my opinion, in the movie are the ones where it's him and Florence talking. There's mm-hmm. only really one of them. The best scene in the film is when, like, there's this moment where they have a conversation and it's basically they're just revealing, like, mm. their intentions and what to each other. For those and, who have like, seen the yeah. film, the kitchen and the dining room scene. Yeah. Uh, some of the best, they're probably the best scenes in the film, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and I wish we had more of them. Um, yeah. Uh, that also featured uh, the incredible one-take monologue uh, by Gemma Chan, mm-hmm. um, who knocks it out of the park, at, and that's at the tail end of the scene, and she yeah. enters this already quite tense scene um, as the third party, and yeah, she, she crushes it. Yeah. Definitely. 
Um, I personally would probably give it. A, like, originally, I walked out, went two and a half. Fair enough. As far as the lack of it, the yep. more I think about it, it's dropped down to a two. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's just, the script really kills it. Yeah. No, I'm sitting. I'm. I'm sitting at a two and a half. Literally, the one I couldn't even like when when asked last night after the movie finished, what do I think? I couldn't bring a word. I just could bring a sound, and that was. Mm. <laughs> that's right. Yes, I remember that's you it. doing that. that 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 is it, and yeah, I think that's it. Just it sums it up. It, it just yeah. feels like there's something in there that can work. It's just, exactly. Yeah, it's it there. really bugs me because, like, I I gave the film a two and a half, and my reasoning behind it was I liked what the film was trying to do, and I liked so many elements of it that it kind of oh I'm frozen. That's fun. Um, We're both frozen. Oh, look We're at us! Frozen. I look so Pick pensive me. looking at Forrest Pooh <laughs> cracking eggs. Um, bless. Um, oh man, Florence Pooh's gorgeous. Um, uh, I'm thrown. I'm thrown. Um, I, I thought the supporting cast Ooh. was sufficient. Oh, this also, this is a horny movie. Like, horny yeah, movie. straight up. Apparently, talking uh, on the way home, uh, A. Gemma was like, this film had me, like, I was into it and intrigued until mm. the ending, and it completely had lost her. By the ending, it's a pr- so anyone notice is... this in the film? I I noticed it last second as she goes down. Oh and... yeah, she turns. Oh, did you not? Know... Yeah, yeah, it's a great moment. Yeah, there's, there's, I feel like there's a bunch of little moments like that. Like I feel like there was one earlier that was a quick cut as well. And like I really, like I said, I really like what this film's doing in terms of its editing style and the vibe that it's going for, visually, aesthetically. Like the audios and the the audios and the visuals. I really enjoyed it, and yeah. that's what supports the two and a half for me, uh, along with Florence Pugh and Chris Pine and Gemma Chan and a severely underutilized Nick Kroll. Um, yeah. Another fun fact I did find out: apparently, uh, Olivia Wilde came out saying, you know, it's all about like empowering like female orgasm with the sex scenes. Yeah, I saw that too. And it's uh, sort of like one of them is just really creepy. Well, also like, just like. If that's about empowerment, like, no, how, just saying, like, this isn't a spoiler. Uh, Harry Styles' characters can somehow make a woman nut via oral in like 20 seconds. Yeah. Which yeah. is, he's got unhinged. godlike powers. Harry Styles, man. God damn, apparently. He's, he's just down there singing watermelon sugar. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, oh. But yeah, this film's got potential. Um, not getting Doesn't, into like the spoilery stuff. There's there's too too many too many plot holes. Too much stuff that just too too much skips logic. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. um, it's a shame. It's not, it could have been a better Black Mirror episode. Yeah, mm. and um, that's like yeah, it's kind of touching on like the twist, the reveal. Yeah. Um, but I feel like once you understand what's going on in the film, or like what's meant to be going on. There's too much other stuff that then just doesn't click. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, it's just a really, really disappointing. Yeah. Not good, good a movie. We might, uh, we might spoil it at the end of the show. I don't know. We'll see how much time we've got. We'll, we'll talk about it. We, yeah, if we want to, we will. But now, two out of five. Probably would never watch it again. It's, like, so hard. Like, the mm. movies. The movies trying so hard to be smart. And like yeah, that, and it just that. never gets there. Yeah. Um, and it's not one of those movies. It really wants to be a Jordan Peele movie, 
that you rewatch and you go, oh my yep. god, this happened because of this. They're yeah. acting this way because of this. Because yeah. so many characters, like, it just really seems like the last half an hour or the last 20 minutes is packed on. Yep. Um, mm. And, like, someone explained to me really well, I watched a review for it this morning, and they were like, the first act of this movie is 70% of the film. You're very, very right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The conflict like, it appears, like, at the end. Like, really, in fact, the first act should be Lawrence experiencing all these weird things. Mm. Act two should be Florence kind of chasing down, trying to what, figure out what's going on. Yeah. And then act three should be she, the, the twist revealed, the twist revealed confrontation. Yeah. Whereas most of the movies just Florence experience weird things. Yeah. And like, That's I it. also get that like a lot of this film is about like, you know, toxic relationships and like gaslighting and stuff, which is very heavy handed when you're mm -hmm. watching it. Um, oh really? I didn't get those messages. I don't. I didn't pick up on the gaslighting at no, all. No, not not even a little bit. Brian. No, it's like half the film. Um, yeah, yeah. It just seventy five percent of the film. My favorite thing about this film was that uh, we got enough tickets that I was able to bring my little sister, and we filled up a whole room, motherfucker. She does not watch thrillers at all. Was she um, scared? Did she get scared? She she was a bit scared at the like the little jump cut, little like scary black and white bits. But um, ah, yes. yeah, bless. She, she, the film ended, and I turned to her. And I said, "How how was that?" She was like, "That was weird." It's a weird movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Warner Brothers bringing out Black Adam as well this year. So oh, watch out! <laughs> watch out! It's gonna be a huge year. Can they go two for two on bad films? Yeah, who knows? Oh, Black Adam's gonna be a solid two. You really don't have faith in Black Adam. I have zero <laughs> faith in Black Adam. I'm sorry, Did Dwayne. you have more faith in this movie than Black Adam? He did. Uh, I think Harry I had a. I have about the same amount of faith. <laughs> Hence, I think Black Adam's going to be about a two, two and a half. We'll see. Fair enough. Yeah, fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, Brayden, there's a new Star Wars thing, isn't there? There's a new Star Wars, and you can bet I'm around it. Um, also on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I thought She-Hulk was ending with last week's episode, but um, no, that's, that wasn't the oh, season you, Oh, you were talking She-Hulk now, too. And no, I was, just very quickly. Um, it's a wedding episode. It's a bit of fun. It's, uh, it's, it's good times. But um, I've, I've just heard it's real bad. Oh, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. Um, Is that because you're the target demographic? I, you are. The I am kind of the target demographic. Um, but yes, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's good fun. Um, I I assume there's like two more episodes left then, unless it's a seven episode series, which I don't know. That seems weird. Um, but yeah, I I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm having a look at She-Hulk. Yeah, bless. Um, I know you're I'm not, not just watch sitting it. on my phone. Um, every single person I've told the Sopranos story to loses Fuck their off. minds, <laughs> and they all feel for you. But they they all back. admit it's the funniest thing in the world. It's a nine-episode series, so there's oh, nine three, three more to go. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Yeah, that's great. Um, Yay. so yes, we didn't get Daredevil last week, like I was thinking, but um, we'll get Daredevil at some point. This is this is it, right? This is She Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, that's bad. It's got the same budget. Um, yeah, blessed. Um, but no, on Disney Plus as well, there is also. The new Star War. 
New, ep- ah, new we're, we're got bloody another war in these stars. Another war in the stars. We're Jeez, back can't... to the start of the war. Can't we just keep the peace? Yep, we're here with the fucking start of the empire. We got the whole gang back. Um, and by the whole gang, I mean oh, Mon Mothma and Saw Gerrera, loved, beloved mainstream Star Wars characters. Now, is anyone <laughs> coming there to kill him? Uh, you come here. Kill me. Kill me. Because I'm pretty um, sure there's probably there's probably a bit more of him left in this one. <laughs> there's a little <laughs> bit more of him left because it's before part of him left and I'm frozen. It's oh there we go. There I'm back. Go. Michael's still frozen, as always. Oh, Happens no. every week, don't know why. Yeah. Oh no. We love it. Production quality. We'll figure here it out someday. We have no idea what we're doing. Um I'm really enjoying Andor. And Okay. I, I've seen that there's quite a bit of like support behind it on the internet as well, with other people saying, hey, we're really enjoying Andor. And mm. I think it's precisely what Star Wars needed. I think people really liked Mandalorian because it was a cool, separated sci-fi western. And like it was just it was Western, it was badass. And then Mandalorian got very tied in with, you know, the Bubba? core story of Star Wars. Um, yeah. With the Skywalkers Biggest, and the Jedi's. Worst, worst thing they ever did. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a shame. Um, because it it's way more interesting when you focus on, funnily enough, the Mandalorians. Um, and I'm very keen to see what happens in season three of Mandalorian with them focusing more on the Mandalorians. How many times can I say Mandalorian in a sense? But Mandalorian, um, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. this is exactly what Star Wars needed. It's just separate enough and just connected enough that it gets to be its own thing. But and is it a bit of fun? It, pardon? Is it a bit of fun? It is a bit of fun. And by a bit of fun, I mean it's like a, a fairly gritty street level Star Wars, which is exactly okay. what sort of everyone's been asking from Star Wars in the last decade. Um, like the cancelled uh, Amy Hennig game that was going to happen that looked basically like Andor. Um, like, those are the things that we've been wanting. And yeah. I'm really enjoying what Andor's doing. I'm really enjoying this. I love this time period in Star Wars where the Empire is just really starting to take over and the Re- Rebellion's really just starting up. Um I, I really enjoy uh, having Cassian back. Can't remember the uh, Diego Luna. I pulled that out of my ass. I'm really, I really enjoy him back. I haven't watched Rogue One in ages, and then the second he was on screen, I was like, oh yeah, this guy. You want to um, watch Rogue One now? Yeah, probably. I'm gonna go back and watch Rogue One again at some point. Rogue One's Maybe the best Star Wars the movie they've done since, since you know everything. Yeah, Attack of the Clones. Now a pandemic I- board game. Cannot believe that it's the pandemic. Get it now, yeah. kids. At Hilarious. A, at, a, at a shop near you. Yeah. Uh, also, random tangent, speaking of uh, board games, um, the Avatar The Last Airbender uh, tabletop RPG releases in January. Are you going to get it? Maybe. That sounds interesting. Like... Yeah. It's just a cool rule book of, like, rule sets and world stuff for having stuff have that in the here. Four Nations. Yeah. So it looks pretty good. Definitely got to play it. Yeah. But uh, Andor, I'm really, I'm really liking. I think you guys will enjoy it, especially 
Well, maybe not especially, but like, I actually think Alex, you'll enjoy it, even though you're pretty, pretty, pretty burnt out on Star Wars. Um, and you can look forward to good old Avatar. It fucking, it won the box office. Hell yeah. Go the, Avatar. The weekend box office after 13 years or something. I want to see it. I want to see it. Should I we go see it? In 3D. Yes. Yeah, I want to see it in 3D. I want to sit there with the, the biggest popcorn that Hoyts will let me, so it's this big now. Yeah, there's a lot smaller <laughs> than what it used to be. And like, I want to see that shit in extreme screen. I want to, oh, I want to see it in 3D, and I want to see the Navi do their thing. Yeah. Do, oh, what you want to see them? You want to see them do their thing? Well, we do in the do film the where they put the little, they put the little tentacles together. Oh, I wonder if they edit it at all for the re-release. They have. It is remastered. Oh, okay. Well, no, I thought like maybe they'd cut out the, like, you know, the, the fucking. <laughs> no, it's sick. Right, it's how they connect. Very personal to them. Very personal. Very, they very personal. get James Cameron's vision. Um, no, we should, we, should, we should go see it then. I'm yeah. keen to see it. Yeah. I think Michaela's keen to see it. Sooner than later, though. Well, no, yeah. Oh, have we checked to see if it's still going to be in cinemas? Better or much longer? If I've missed out on Avatar, because I couldn't find someone to come. I assuming, I assuming, I'm assuming with it like beating the box office, taking Top Gun down from its pedestal. It's still, it's saying it's still showing. It's still showing. Top Gun yeah, is still th- showing. Uh, it's not playing any time today. Ooh. Well, I what mean, are we were doing, what are we were doing tomorrow. tomorrow night. What are we were doing tomorrow night. Everyone free tomorrow night. Yes. 7.45, Avatar Tree Plaza. That sounds like a plan. Yeah? Yep. Are we 100% locking that in? I'll quickly double check and see if Michaela's free, but otherwise, yeah. Okay. I'm buying my tickets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you lock in that, uh, uh, the back of the front section. Um, of course. Uh, yep. Excuse me, why? My Hoyt's account is fucked. Do I need a register? Oh, my thing's finished. Is there no auto-renewal? What? It's not like PlayStation Plus or Xbox Game Pass or something? That's alright, guys. I just, I just updated. That's good. Michael! What's happening in Lotta Rop? Lotta Rop? Um, things. Do you have the box, Michael, still? Um, I do. Do you want me to go get it? Can you get, get the box? Alright, I'll be back in a second. Michael's got a box of lot of rob. Michael, I when Michael came to pick up the microphone today, I handed him the box that oh, uh, the microphones came in. I want the audience to see because I have a theory that this is where all the money went for for Lord of the Rings. It went to marketing, making it the most expensive show purely through marketing. Oh, Michael's destroyed the box. Are we gonna I have, have the box? Make sure not to dox Alex's address on it. Oh, we're safe. Okay. This is the box that it came in. Oh my, this it's actually Amazon. the whole, I thought it was just the tape. No. This oh is no, Am- it's this like is- a whole Oh my God, box. it's the whole this, box. Yeah, this is Amazon. Same on the other side. And the, ta- and the tape too, like the whole thing is yeah, like Yeah, I thought it was theme. just the tape. That's so appreciate funny. appreciate Michael triple checking. Just to make sure he wasn't showing anything he shouldn't have. <laughs> That's nuts. God damn. Yeah, but yes, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. It's a show. Um, so what do we what do we got now? Um, well, oh, Gladrius, Gladrius now, there and Numenorians are set back off to Middle Earth. Um, 
Yeah, look, there was, again, it's half episodes are like not much. There was a nice, there was a good fight. There was a good fight scene um, between Glacier and a bunch of like the recruits, I guess, that are going back to Middle Earth. Mm. where like they were you know boasting about how good they are and stuff and she's like no killing orcs is different and like yeah she takes on about a group of five of them and it was really well choreographed this show still is stunning yeah visually um, well, the budget the full budget didn't go into the, the marketing first, and the, the, box. the cardboard boxes in the tank <laughs> um but we've got uh we got a bit more with um Durin and um Elrond again, so a bit more dwarves and elves uh, talking and nice. sort of. Is it good? I mean, I'm in. I'm enjoying it. It has set me down the biggest Lord of the Rings Ooh. rabbit hole I've ever been in in my life. I literally, I worked from home today. I literally watched Fellowship of the Ring because all I was doing was documentation today. So I watched Fellowship of the Ring while I was nice. doing my work. Nice. But it, work. It, he's a hard worker. Yeah, Michael's um, an but, incredible employee. It sent me down like a rabbit hole and it's just like, it's getting worse. Like yeah. something will pop up and I'm like, Oh, I need to, I need to know about that. I want to know more. You got the, you got the, know. you got the Tolkien. And, like, it's just, it's just like, I did not realize how in depth this world was. Like mm. there is a lot of lore behind like. A lot of the rings. Stuff. There's a few rings yeah. in it, Michael. There's there is a, couple, a few rings. There's a couple rings. Now but, you're going to, yeah. so, the, what's the book? What's the what big that? book that he's released where it's all the lore? The Silmarillion. The Silmarillion. Uh, <laughs> Did you say the Silmarillion? I said the Chalmarillion. The Silmarillion. Apparently it's a very hard read. Yeah. It's kind of just like the notes of a madman. Yeah, it's the <laughs> yeah. lore of everything. It is, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. Right we're the getting lore. Uh, Obviously we're starting to see, like... You respect his name. The or like we're starting to see like the rise of the orc army again. So like mm. they're starting to like try and take over the sort of lands and do, 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 whatnot. Do. Uh, there is somebody that these people believe is Sauron. Mm. We when, don't know who he is. He's leading. He's leading the orcs at the moment. So cool. people when are assuming were, he's Sauron. But when you were watching Lord of the Rings though today, were you just like fuck Lord of the Rings? Like compared to yes. the show? Uh, well. Was it Lord of the Rings just the has something. Was it in combination with uh, the? Uh, it, it, uh, nothing can touch the trilogy. Mm. I think. I don't think anything okay. they can physically do will be better than that. This trilogy, but I think the show. The show's doing a good job of showing a different, different time, and like obviously giving Gladriel a bit more to do. Mm. And yeah. I'm I, I'm enjoying it. I could probably see why some people would think it's boring, but mm. I'm enjoying it. I mean, people okay. think that about the normal Lord of the Rings, so yeah, that is very true. But we're it's we're, not for everyone. We're we're slowly leading towards um, like something big happening. Uh, mm. I did see a th- I saw a theory somewhere that they're thinking that this is across a few different timelines. Ooh. So like, we're not. They're doing a bit of a Dunkirk by showing three different timelines at the same time. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. But, uh, right. But yeah. Chris Nolan. They're Nolan-ing us. They're Nolan. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Give me more Nolan. More <laughs> yeah, Nolan. Alex, just, Alex just wants more, more Nolan. Um, Hell yeah. He always does. Yeah. Oh, uh, that sparks a memory in my head. I don't, can't believe I didn't mention it earlier. Um, Breaking Bad. <laughs> um, Love it. Let's the, talk more. 
the creators, <laughs> uh, there, there's talks of what their next project's going to be. Vince Gilligan's doing a show on Apple TV with Kim from Better Call Saul. And the, 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 the premise? I don't know. Oh, you don't know? No. I read somewhere it's like a supernatural detective show. Oh, I'm in. I'm instantly in. I'm in. I, anything that he sounds does. great. That's a wild turn for them, so I'm on board. Um, and also speaking of uh, supernatural things, uh, Ghost Files is episode one now on Watcher. Um, haven't actually watched it yet, what is, but um, what's Ghost Files? Uh, that's from the Ghoul Boys themselves uh, from BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh, is this new thing that they're doing? It's their their new ghost show. Uh, remember how BuzzFeed Unsolved was always like 10 to 20 minutes and like, you're like, oh man, I, I want more. Um, first episode's an hour. Okay. Ooh. Is it like um, the same format? Yeah. Uh, only oh, yeah. now they have like no holds barred. Like now they've got naked. all new gear. I highly recommend watching the trailer because it looks like it's going to be a really fun season. They've been working on it for like over a year. Um, and I commend the amount of work that they've put into it because it looks super fun. Um, okay. I'm yeah. very excited to get around it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's new episodes every week until they're done. So. Okay. Very interesting. Very, yeah. very, very excited. Love the Ghoul Boys. Love Ryan and Shane. Ghoul Good Boys. Egg. I like an egg, Brayden, you know. You, know. you like an egg. Are you going to talk about the, the Netflix... A Guadatama uh, show that they I think it's a show. You know that little the little Japanese character who's the little egg yolk, the lazy egg yolk. No. What are you on about? The fuck. I, are you okay? okay. I work in a comic book <laughs> shop. So <laughs> you okay, Braden? I work in a comic book shop, so I know things that my brain doesn't want to know. Um, but I saw that they're making a show out of the little Japanese character. I think his name's like G U D E. If you start typing that in, did on you you just YouTube you just grind this to a halt? I grind everything to a halt, <laughs> baby. Okay, um, I want to talk about some. Okay, Michael, fucking Michael. I want to talk about. Something. No, I just say I searched it up, and the first picture I saw was just weird. It's a little egg dude, little egg yolk. Yeah, but this one's like they've animated him with a butt, and it's yes, yeah. he does. Okay. He does have a butt. That is enough for today. Yeah, he had one, had one yes. book that came out. All right. Uh, look, I got a few things to talk about. Some of them you can join in. Some of them you can't. Whatever. Here we go. Um, Story time with Alex. Uh, I've been watching a show on, on Netflix. There's a new new show on Netflix. Alex, Alex, you know, he's also fascinated about why people kill. And uh, <gasps> Oh, you're watching the new Jeffrey Dahmer show. Oh, you bet your butt I'm watching the Jeffrey Dahmer Ooh. show. With um, Quicksilver. Um, yeah, Evan Peters. Yeah. yeah, this is um, you know, you come home from work, you've had a rough day, you just want to put something on to relax. Not the show. <laughs> Not the show. <laughs> Not, Not the, the show, show for to that. Because uh, my goodness, this is just like this show makes you feel icky. Yeah. Um, it's like he plays the role extraordinarily. He's great. We love it. I've um, I've heard that uh, fans online are worried for his mental health. Yeah, he <laughs> is incredibly, like, scary. Yeah. Um, basically, each episode of the show, we just follow um, him through doing his thing. 
Yep. But every episode, it shows you a different time he he was encountered by law and got away. Ooh. Oh, like, oh, oh God. Yeah. So oh. like it is like the first episode we actually see what got him caught. Yep. And like we like from episode one, it's like, all right, this is about the situation that he did that eventually got him caught. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just keep going. And then and we it- see different situations where he didn't get caught. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah. Um, yeah, we just keep seeing Yeah, there's like parts where he was chatting to like he just got like young men uh escaped his place and they were so drugged up that um, you know, he just convinced the police that they were his boyfriends so that were drunk. Yep. And no. yeah, no, real Real messed really up. Really creepy. Yeah, really. He and he was—he was, he was incredible. He's incredible. Uh, I'm about four episodes in. Um, so, how, yeah. how big is the series? Six. Or Perfect. Ten. Cool. Let's have a look. I'll, I'll double check. I'll fact check that. But yeah, like this Six is right up my ten alley. Is the correct amount. It is 100 percent your bag. This is my bag. Uh, big fan your, of your body bag. My body bag. I love me murdery boys. Ten episodes. Rated R. Damn. Um, there's just like episode one there's just these really subtle things where like you'll see him go get a beer from the fridge mm. and like only if you're watching the fridge you'll notice a human head in the bottom tray of the fridge oh but like like you wouldn't they they put no focus on it yeah at all. it's just there Ooh. and if you see it you see it if you don't you don't yeah that gives off um uh was it haunting of hill house the one where there's like a ghost in like every shot yeah. Yeah. That gives off that vibe where it's like, you might see something that's going to fuck you up, but yeah. you don't know. Yeah. Cool. Netflix. Oh, I <laughs> Just wanted to check. Um, if anyone wants uh, more of the, the Jeffrey Dahmer experience, um, there's, a, there's a really good uh, Jeffrey Dahmer uh, uh, biographical, not biographical, like about him and the history and everything that he did. Uh, graphic novel. Um, oh, really? it's, very, it's very good. Are you telling me this now? Yes. Do you, do you want me to order one for you? There's, there's a Dolma novel and you're... There's, there's a Dharma graphic novel. If you, if you look it up, um, there's, there's both a movie cover and a, a standard cover. Um, right. But it is a, probably a must read if you, uh, love, your, if you love your Dharma. I read, I love my Dharma. My I, my friend Dharma. That's the book. Oh, it's ba- that's a movie called that. Yeah, my friend Dharma. So it was a yeah. it was a graphic novel. Yeah, yeah I've, they, heard, they, I've heard of the movie. They explore um weird things like that he used to do in high school, where like he would sneak into the um honor society's photos, and oh. like there's a whole his U level at school have this um have their honor society photo, and they've just blacked his face out. Oh, and creepy. How creepy is that? Creepy. Uh, I'll try to find oh, it, actually. Yeah. Um, but, nah, like, everyone should watch it, because if, if you like this shit, though, like, if you, if you don't want to, like... Sky <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you can... If, if you think you're hard enough, get around it. Uh, yeah, I'm just a big fan of the Murdery Boys. Yeah. Not for any particular reason. No, not at all. Anyway, so here it is. 
he's blacked out. Oh here. god, that's horrifying. Isn't it creepy? Yeah. Oh, that's so unsettling. Hey. Yeah. It looks like the part of a Netflix series where like you would watch them like scratch over and like the animation and it would look really yeah. Weird. So okay. yeah, terrifying. Um, I I watched uh no well I want to quickly talk about the Last of Us trailer. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. This is new. Yeah, the Last of Us trailer came out week and just I don't know what's going on with. Is the video thing. freezing constantly? No, it's the whole you guys for everyone but me freezes. Are we ready? Oh, that's strange. But now it works. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay. Well, now it now it's working. So we'll roll with it. No. Last of Us trailer, HBO. Great trailer, amazing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you play the games, there's so much stuff you see in this, and it just makes you so excited because you're just they've captured the atmosphere, tone, feeling of the games so extraordinarily well. Mm. Um, I the the clicker is fucking terrifying. As yeah. It should be. Um. I the little thing that I absolutely love, um, they kept the logo. Yeah. And I love that because the logo for The Last of Us with its like verticality, I absolutely love. Um and it's it's it just looks so good. So I'm really glad they kept that. Um this trailer you really get like a bit of everything that the show's going yeah. for. And uh my first thought when watching it if was imagining like me showing my dad this, yeah. my dad would watch this trailer and my dad would probably go, oh, hey, that looks like a, a like a, a good version of The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's like, like which the is Walking really Dead what The Last good. of Us is. It's, yeah. It's if it The Walking the Dead was good. Brain's favorite logo. That's so good. Oh, and yeah, keeping it with logo. the like, um, the like spores. The spores. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, I am. All on board for whatever they're doing. I really hope they they put a TV show is really perfect for the story. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm so excited. I'm interesting to see how far they get in season one if we're doing the whole first yeah. game. Yeah, uh, we get a sequel set ten years later in the mm. second game. That would be pretty. Reckon they might fill in, or they might try and fill in the. They might. Yeah. They might try to fill in, but I I'm very I have such high expectations for this now. That yeah. down to be disappointed. There's a lot um, of pressure on this show. Great trailer. Um, not um, only look- uh, in like the general audience sense and like the film critic sense, because it's isn't it the the team behind Chernobyl? Yeah. Which is like already got, that's a lot of pressure to like live up to that expectation. Possibly the best limited series. From what I've heard, I haven't got to watch it. I was it gonna yet. say I still need to watch it myself. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, Chris loves it. Um, so you got the team from yeah, the easily the best well the most well regarded limited series of the past mm. few years. And then you're merging that with probably one of the most popular games ever made. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely up there, especially like critically. Like yeah. like The Last of Us is a game that was getting nines and tens across the board. I rem- I remember when it first came out, dude. I remember picking it up day of release. PlayStation 3, um, that and GTA 5 were the, like, the last two PlayStation 3 games. Yep. Yeah, those last um, big ones. Yeah. And uh, now I'm playing it on PS5 because like, mm. the remake came out. So. Yeah, the yeah. part one. Mm-hmm. I've, seen, I've seen some footage from it. It looks gorgeous. Mm. 
So, look, it, yeah, it, it's got, they've got all the right tools. They just need to. I, I love the casting as well. People don't yeah. like her as Ellie for some reason. People, um, people are, I don't care. People on the internet are stupid. He's so good as he. I'm. I love him as Joel. Yeah, Pedro. Um, I really think he's gonna knock it out of the park. And um, Troy Baker has come out and talked about how like he's think he he thinks Pedro Pascal is knocking it out of the park. Like he is. Yeah. He's him and really Ashley Johnson his... have cameos in the show. So yeah, I'm cool. really excited to see where they're at. I think it's so, gonna yeah. be really fun. Uh very excited for it. I think. A lot of lot of high expectations going into that one. Unlike Black Adam. <laughs> uh, I watched the movie. Oh, the other night. How Michael and I and our other friend we stayed up late the other night um to watch a soccer match. Um and then it's a charity it was a Sidemen charity soccer match parade. Oh okay. See that instantly um, gives the context that it needed. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone went home and Alex was like, probably should go to bed, it's one thirty in the morning. I did start to watch a movie. I surfed Netflix and I found some sh- I found I watched some shit. Oh I watched- no! I saw this on your letterbox. I, I don't a- think I did. What was it? I watched oh. an hour and thirteen minute movie or an hour and fifteen minutes. Is it really anyone only remember- that long? Yeah. Anyone remember the hit spoof movie? Oh, so you watched scary. You watched um superhero movie? superhero movie. Jesus. Oh yes, I remember this. Oh my yep. god. So bad. I didn't realize how much of Spider Man 1 it just is. It is just Spider Man 1. It's practically Spider Man 1, isn't it? Yeah. And it's a dragonfly. It, um, it's not good. It's not a good movie. Yeah. Um, No. There's maybe two parts that I chuckled in. Oh, God. Um, It's like that bad. It's not even funny bad. It's not even, it's stupid. It's like, it's not even scary movie bad. It's not even a scary movie good or like that. It's just not good. Mm. Yeah. The dragonfly. He becomes the dragonfly. That's rough. It's if you want to watch dumb. a superhero parody, just go watch Kick-Ass. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I watched that and it wasn't good. And yeah, here's, some more, here's some more parts from it. <laughs> what the hell is going on in this film? Yeah, it just doesn't. It's just. Very oh dumb. God. Who's that actor? I feel like that's, he's been and stuff. Which one? The, the guy, old man. The, oh, no. The, I was going to say the guy who plays... Um, is that oh, fucking from Happy Gilmore? Bloody... It is. It's Shooter McGavin. Yeah, Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Uh, God damn. That's Drake from Drake and Josh. That's oh, what it is. Oh, no. Yeah. Is he the one who's not good? Yeah. Yeah, he's the yeah, bad I one. Yeah. Yikes. Rumba. It's just... It, everything about it looks bad. Oh man, it's oh. not good. I just I, I gave it half a star. Yeah, that's the lowest score I think I've seen you ever give. Have you ever given yeah, something it's... half a star? I have not. box. Yeah, I I want to see if you've given anything else half a star because that's low. I probably I might have given something else half a star. Uh the only other thing I've really watched is I watched the rescue, which was a documentary on Thirteen Lives. Oh yes. Um, mm. I think I last time I was on the show I watched Thirteen Lives. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I watched the documentary on it. Fantastic documentary. People should watch that. Nice. God, there's so yeah. much content surrounding that event. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's just an incredible thing. So much. It's an incredible wrong. feat of like human ability. 
you just don't understand. Like until you watch, you don't really grasp what the situation was. Mm. Where yeah. we had to take these thirteen boys through uh, on a three-hour dive. I feel like it. Out. I feel like it's almost like I feel like people's like fascination with it. It kind of feels like it's human, like winning over nature. It's also yeah. the fact that it was headlined and carried out by people who do it for fun. Yeah, hobbyists. which is like they're like, not. They're not trained they're, rescuing people. Yeah. They're not. They are people. They're cave divers who've been doing it. Granted, extremely talented for what they do. Yeah. But they're not military. They're not Navy SEALs. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's not their job. It's like, just their hobby. Throughout the thing, they show you that like, basically, when you go on the on your dives, you have you have you split your oxygen into three sections: one to get there, one to get back, one in reserve. Yeah. And. Yeah. The Navy SEALs, when they went the distance to go get them, they used up pretty much all their oxygen just getting them. Because yeah. they didn't know oh. how to breathe properly. Right. Yeah. Like, you have to breathe a certain way to reserve oxygen and when you're in a dive. Yeah. Like, things mm. I don't realize. And then it was the whole point of if any of these kids wake up for a second yeah. during Which this, is... they freak out, they drown. Terrifying. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It explores one kid whose mask was too small. Oh, At one no. point, they're the smallest child. The mask is too big for him, sorry. Mm. And oh. if if he got if he knocked his head during At any all. moment in the dive, his that mask, mask was flooding. coming off. It was flooding, oh. and he was yeah. dying. Jesus. So yeah, it's terrifying. Is it still knowing going into it, knowing that they all survived miraculously? Um, is there still like a lot of tension? Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely, because it's like it was real. Yeah. Like it, yeah, and just like it shouldn't have worked, mm. but it did. They did it. I guess it's that thing where it's like, even when like, like I was watching Zodiac the other week, and like you, you know what happens, but yeah. it's still really tense and really like, hundred percent, like uh, confronting because it is something that actually happened. Mm. Yeah, yeah. God, man, fucking. Right. Movies and TV shows and documentaries, fucking good times. It's up there with my favorite docos. It doesn't just hit the uh, the peak that is, uh, the Apollo Eleven. Oh, um, that's the Apollo Eleven documentary, which that's is the greatest, uh, the greatest ever documentary watched. ever made. Everyone should watch. That. Oh damn! Now there's a work yeah. of art. It's it is. Art. Yeah, which is not normally something you would think with a documentary. Uh, I love a good doco. I do. We love a dog. We stand a dog. Yep. <laughs> love a dog. You you absolutely loved that fucking opt- octopus one that that won the award, didn't it? Oh, did it win the award? I can't teacher remember. Teacher, whatever. Yeah, the fucking. Yep. Pervert. My 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 octopus slut. Um, <laughs> the pervert octopus. I'm one. I'm cheating on my wife with an octopus. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. My family's um about to be broken up and we're in turmoil, so I'm gonna fuck off and see an octopus every day. Yeah. I'm going to spend more time with this octopus than with my child. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's oh, what it was. Weird. What a strange, I've, strange. If, all right. We have an option, Brayden. I have one more thing that I could bring up, or if you're happy to end it, we can end it. Or well, now that you've teased it, we have to end it. No. There's a, there's a new trailer came out this week. Oh, new trailer? From hit acclaimed director M. Night Jamalamali Ding Dong. 
a new oh, Shamalama okay. Ding Dong. We got, we got a new Shamalama Ding Dong film. Oh, it's Cabin in the Woods. It's <laughs> Knock it's, at the Cabin. It, it's it's Modern Family in the Woods. We got we got Jonathan Groff, and it's oh based God, on a it book. Is too. Yeah, it's based on a, a very popular book from a few years ago, where uh, three or or four strangers meet this uh talk to this little girl and her family and um invade their cabin in the woods oh okay um i'm okay. not sure if you can see him yet but there is i was gonna let it play out yeah um, there is a director oh not director there is another knock act, at, two act two more actors knock at the cabin do we recognize that hand you probably that don't. hand looks familiar does it look familiar brad does it look familiar it does look familiar it, yeah. Man, that's a Dutch two and a half, man. That's a Dutch two and a half. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I put on subtitles, but our heads are blocking him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so okay. so, so so they ha- they're just having a wonderful little cabin time. Oh god. They're having cabin time. What is happening? Family. Very progressive family having cabin time. And then these people are just trying to Yep, these people are just attack them. Yep. Uh, are they killers? Are they racist? Are they we don't um, know. homophobic? We don't. I I read the synopsis of the book after they're doing Catholic. It, so, um, so I know that these are what they considered the four horsemen. Oh, we call them. okay. Uh, basically, they want to. There we go. Oh, Whoa. Batista. Okay. Rupert and Rupert Grint. What? <laughs> and Ronald Weasley. What the um, hell? What a so, weird cast. I know, right? Uh, they basically have to, they say, hey, the world's going to end unless one of you two make a great sacrifice. Oh. Okay. Which we don't know what is. So Ooh. that's the premise of the film. These four come up to this house and basically say this to them. God damn, that's dark. I'm that's very excited. This one looks interesting. It looks like we're, it's M. Night not doing too much. Back to the roots, maybe. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's trying to do too much. Let's hope mm-hmm. there's not like a, a ridiculous twist that he throws in. Like, there's a beach. All of his movies. There's a beach. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's a beach that you age up in because they yeah. want to <laughs> test out medical um, cures on their victims. Yeah. Did you guys know that that was the twist in Old? Yeah, I remember you telling me about the it. Beach, the beach makes you old, so they can test their cures for sickness. Yep. Get down with the sickness. Wow. <laughs> that's, not, that's not Michael. Bless. Uh, I think that's been episode 174 of MMT Millennium Movie Talk, movie news, reviews, TV shows. And clues. Uh, and, and clues? <laughs> clues. Clues. Blues. Movies, reviews, news, and clues. Have they done that Blue's Clues multiverse movie yet? No. We should we should review that when it comes out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Follow us on your podcast service of choice. I'll probably I'll probably be on my I'll probably be on my fifth watch by then, Brayden. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, true. Um you can leave a review on those services as well. It really or helps. Or a clue. Um you leave us a can clue. subscribe on YouTube. Talk. You can leave a comment. You can like the video. You can share yeah, it with your friends. Share it. Leave them a clue. Leave them a clue. 
that and by a clue, a link to our socials, which we <laughs> rarely use. So maybe link them to no, the podcast no, or the YouTube much. channel. Instead. Um, more the arms. That's 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 probably best if you do that. Do that. Um, Blue's clues. And add Michael on Facebook. Please. Add Michael on Facebook. Do Pretty it. Please. He's the one person who's still on Facebook. He is. It. Michael's it's... just waiting for the metaverse to finish. Yeah, Michael's out I here. I really am. So keen for the metaverse. He's 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 got Zuck's number. Zuck's gonna text him when it's up. Well, no, I, I want him to add me as a friend. Oh, that's what yeah. that's what this is all for. Yeah, I think you've got to make yourself one of those metaverse me's first. Then he uh, might okay. add you as a friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I know what you're on about. But... Have you not? Have you seen the metaverse? I have not avatars? paid attention to anything. Holy shit! When it comes to this stuff. It looks like if Nintendo we like Mies, yeah, were, were like slightly more 3D. Ugh, it's horrid. Anyway, I think with that, uh, as always, I'm Alex. I'm Brayden, and I'm Mike. And we're out of here. Goodbye. Straight up, fuck Mike. Oh, fuck that guy, really. <laughs>